Welcome to the Ballsy Broadcast. I'm your host, Renee Sager. I help career-driven women, go-getters, and you self-proclaimed type A control freaks that I love, who've outgrown who they used to be, get clear on who they are and what they want now in their life and business. Each week, I will bring you the insights and individuals that will challenge your old ideas of who you think you should be, a dose of reality to get you out of overwhelm and into action, and ultimately move you into a bolder and ballsier version of yourself. If you are someone that appreciates raw and real conversation that actually moves the needle in your life and business, you found the right spot. Hi, hello, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Well, it's good morning for me. Actually, who knows what it is for you, but good, whatever it is <laughs> when you're listening to this. All right, let's talk about why you need to stop asking your friends and family for advice, suggestions, or what they think you should do. Now, this isn't because I'm trying to brainwash you and make you leave your family. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm doing. But I want to go over the three main reasons why I think you need to stop asking your friends and family and even your partner for advice on what you should or shouldn't do. And again, it's not because I think you need to uh, never run things by people or because, I don't know, because, I don't know. I'm thinking of specifically when I have people on consults and they tell me they want to go talk to their husband first before they make this decision. First, I never, ever say you can't do that. You need to decide right now. And I specify that because I know there are some people out there. In fact, I've been on the other end of a consult call where the person said that, where they're like, actually, you just need to make a decision now. What are they going to tell you that you don't know? And and just I'm not that's not why. But I want to give you some food for thought here before you go to your friends or family or relatives or besties and ask them for their feedback and why it's it's just it's it's not helping so the first very first reason and and probably the most prominent one is that they love you and they want you to be safe so when you present them with something that may impose some risk they are going to say no most of the time, unless they're like big risk takers too. But like as kind of just general, they're going to say no. They're going to say that sounds risky. That doesn't sound safe. That seems crazy. Why would you want to do that? And they say these things because they don't want you to get hurt. So if I'm on a consult and someone says they are going to go talk to their husband, I do get a little nervous only because I know that there isn't, it's not guaranteed. And in fact, someone um, that was messaging me about Hungry Broads said, how can I know that this is going to work for me? And first off, I don't ever convince anyone to join my groups or work with me. If I have to convince you, it's probably not the right fit. But also, you know, what I said was there's there's no guarantee of anything. There's nothing is guaranteed. You think your job is secure? You think your relationships are forever? You think anything, nothing has a 100% risk-free chance. Like there is risk with everything. 
And I will say the more confidence I have created within myself, within my business, I fucking bet on myself. And I don't need to ask and see if it's a good idea from seven different people that know me because I know me. I know me better than anyone. And I know that every single thing has risk. I know that staying in nursing and a, a, a keeping that quote unquote secure job would have had a risk too. Would have had a risk of like my mental health. <laughs> Am I going to be able to sustain this? Am I going to go crazy? Am I going to hate my life? Am I going to be able to keep this job? Am I going to get laid off? Am I going to get fired? I mean, there is literally risk with everything. So when you ask your family, should I start this business? Should I move over there? Should I take this opportunity? Should I get this dog? Should I mean, it can be small. It can be huge. If it seems like there is a potential for it to not work, most of the time, your family is going to say no or strongly urge against it or not really be encouraging or supportive, not because they don't love you, but because they do and they just don't get it. So that's the that's like the number one thing that I think happens when we ask friends and family like, "Hey, what do you do you think I should do this?" and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know." And just know that. Know that if you're going to ask them, feel free, run it by them. Again, I'm not trying to get you isolated on a deserted island and only listen to me, but just take that part into consideration that if you're asking them a question that poses a risk which is literally everything, but sometimes we forget to think about that, they're probably going to urge you against it. The second thing is they have no idea what you can't stop thinking about. They only know what you tell them. So it's kind of like when we are in a relationship and you know you always vent to that person about your relationship, especially when you start dating, like you're madly in love and then you get over the honeymoon and then you just bitch about your partner or about whatever. And it's just, you complain, you complain, you complain. And it's not that it's actually all terrible. You're just venting that part. You're just like releasing that side of the relationship or the situation. But if that's all the other person ever hears and you're like, I think I'm going to stay with them. They're like, you're insane. (laughs) But it's because that's all they know. They only know what you tell them. So if you are thinking for, you know, sometimes a lot of the stuff that I do, well, it is impulsive kind of, but also it's not because I've been thinking about it for a long time. So an example is, I had long hair forever and then I went in for a trim just like the ends, you know, whatever, bang trim, to get to clean it up a little bit and I came home with a pixie cut. <laughs> and David was like, "Holy shit, this came out of left field." And it I can see why it would seem that way because I didn't talk to him about it. I didn't mention, "Hey, I'm going to go get a major haircut today when you come home." I'm going to have shorter hair than you. I just did it. So to him, it was like, whoa, this is shocking. But I had been wanting short hair for so long. I just never thought that what we all say, women, we all say this. I just can't pull it off. 
Oh my gosh. I hear so many people say that. I just can't pull off that lipstick. I just could never pull off that metallic bodysuit. I could just never pull that look off. No, you can't. You just put it on and you do it. Now, some things obviously, come on, let's be real, look better on some people than others. But I'm going to go ahead and say you can pull it off. You just have to do it. You just have to go pull it off. You have to go out there and get it done. So again, it's not that the thing that you're doing is impulsive or out of left field. I would imagine you have thought about it in some way for quite a while. And you've just kind of finally reached that breaking point where you're like, I can't stop thinking about this thing. Like, I'm unhappy in my job. I've wanted to start this business. I've wanted to launch this career. I've wanted to take this pivot. I've wanted to get this dog. I've wanted to updo my style, you know, whatever it is. But know that if you're not talking about it to them and you bring it up, they're probably going to be shocked only because you haven't brought it to their attention before. So they do not know what you can't stop thinking about, what your dreams are. They cannot know that. Okay, a third reason, and this is something, I'm going to tell you an example of how I think about it. So I think that, okay, so I'll tell you what it is first. It's that they only know what you have displayed to them. They only know the type of person you have been up until this point. And also, people from our past are going to see us a certain way. People that you have never met that meet you tomorrow in six months, in six years, are going to see you in a very different way than someone that you grew up with. That's just the way that it's going to be. So, for example... Now, I am projecting here. (laughs) I am assuming a lot, but I would imagine that the way my brother views me versus the way that you as a listener or as a client think of me and views me is very different. Or the way that David thinks of me, my partner, my fiance views and thinks of me versus the way that you view and think of me. This is simply because it's what you have shown them for better or worse, right? Like I think of people that I met in the height of my alcoholism or in the height of my eating disorder, the height of my exercise bulimia, just like crazy. They know, they only know that person. And so if they haven't seen me for years and all of a sudden they see that I have a business and I'm coaching and I'm helping women with this stuff, they're probably like, oh, hell no. I would never. Like, she's not qual. She's crazy. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that in my life, y'all, I would have a lot of money. But you see what I'm saying? They only know that version of you. And if there is one thing I am 100% certain of, if you're lucky, There will be so many versions of you as a human being in your lifespan. So if you've been a fuck up or you've been all over the place or you've been someone that hasn't been reliable or you've only worked in a certain type of uh, career or industry and you want to do something completely different and you ask your family or friends if you should do that and they only know you as an accountant. They only know you as uh, just 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. They only know you as like an employee. They only know you as someone that's like soft and subtle and you want to do something that's way different. They're probably going to urge you against it. They're going to be like, that doesn't seem like you at all. That seems weird. That seems like, I don't know. Or you go try on clothes and you have a certain style and you're just so bored of it. So bored. And you pick this thing out. They're like, really? That's what you want to wear? And maybe it's not even that it's ugly or hideous or they don't like it. They're just shocked. So if you aren't certain about it to begin with, if you don't come out the gate with confidence and you show them something that's out of left field, that's completely different than what you normally do or wear or or show up as or, or job that you have, they're probably going to be like, that doesn't seem like you at all. And you're going to take that as, I guess I shouldn't do it. I guess this is a sign I shouldn't. Again, this is why we have to stop asking our friends and family because they only know what you have given them and shown them up until this point. You can change how you are viewed. You can change the trajectory of your life. And I truly mean that. Any time you want. But you can't keep consulting your past, who you used to be, results that you have had, to get something different in the future. And this is a huge error I see. And just like, I just want to like, no. Like when I hear people say, I'm going to go ask my husband or I'm going to go ask my friend and see what they think. I'm like, okay, go do it. But know that they're probably not going to get it. And, you know, ultimately it's your decision if you want to listen to them. I've certainly listened to my father and my brother on certain things. I'm, I'm, really want you to hear me that I'm not saying never ever ask them and and <laughs> use this information against you. That's not what I'm saying. But just know that their feedback, their suggestions, their input, their advice is going to be based off the you that you've been up until this point. So if you've always been the healthy eater or the one that always exercises or the one that's always worked in corporate America or the one that's always been super accommodating and easygoing and you change, they are probably going to not like it, reject, reject it, uh, urge you to not do it because that is all they know. If you want a different result, you have to make a different choice. You have to take different actions. So the next time before you go ask your friends or family what they think, take these things into consideration and know that their feedback is going to be based off who you used to be or who you've been up until this point. And if you don't want to be who you've been up until this point, You need to be working with someone or talking to someone that can see the next iteration of you, the next vision of you, the next vision of your business, the next vision of your personality. If you want to move into that next chapter, those are the people you need to be consulting. All right, my friends, have a great week and I will be back soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard today and you're wondering how we can work together and the different offerings I have, be sure to visit reneesager.com to learn more. And in the meantime, stay ballsy.